Hello, and welcome to our podcast, An Unconventional Teacher. I'm your host, John Hinthorne. This podcast explores the unconventional methods that make our classrooms and teachers great. We hope to uncover why it is that the unconventional ways of yesterday are now becoming the conventional ways of today. Now let's begin. Okay, welcome to our episode with the amazing Jennifer Stilitano. Uh, I say amazing and it is absolutely not a hyperbolic statement. I joined the crew, the family, the faculty at the school that I'm currently at. It's called the Central Coast New Tech High School. If you know the New Tech family of schools, the organization of schools, you know that we try to do things different, uh, differently. We tr- do PBL, uh, project-based learning, and we're super big into getting authentic audiences for our projects. And our guest today does all of those things at the highest of levels. So Jenna, welcome to our show. I'm gonna have you do a quick introduction because you can do better than me. And we'll go to our three questions. We're so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome. Yay, well, awesome. I'm so glad I'm here too. And I'm really, truly honored to, to get to be part of this, this awesome journey with you that you embark on hearing all these cool stories and just figuring out what it means to be unconventional. Um, so yeah, everyone, uh, my name is Jennifer Silitano and yeah, a proud founding teacher of, of our amazing little school, Central Coast New Tech. Um, I'm, this is my 16th year um, in education, teaching, um, started with history and some of the other social sciences, but now um, I'm getting to teach actually two really unconventional classes, actually, a research and communications class to all of our freshmen and an entrepreneurial mindsets class to um, our upperclassmen. And uh, those courses have constantly pushed me to uh, be unconventional and just think outside of the box and, and grow and learn myself. Um, total PBL geek. So um, I'm sure I'm gonna weave that in somehow. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, just love learning and, um, super excited, uh, for you and this podcast actually. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And you've been one of our biggest fans, a little behind the scenes. Um, you just, you're on there, you're, you're liking our posts. You're sort of helping us get started here. So thank you for that. Um, we'll jump right in. What inspires you to teach every day? Yeah, I love this question. Um, really my, my why for teaching is actually the same for my personal life, my friends and family, why I interact with our staff. Um, but it's really just, I, what wakes me up every day is, is getting to just inspire everyone else to find something that they're passionate about. And I love pushing people to just keep learning and growing and and honestly just be the best that they can and um that's what that's what gives me the kicks and and that's what inspires me and you know seeing students um you know have those aha moments of like okay i do care about some stuff you know and 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 this is this is how i want to you know almost basically like helping people find their why um is is why i teach and um yeah just just helping people facilitate their growth and and learning um that's that's why I do what I do. That's great. So to help other people find their why, and I don't know if there's a better group of humans than high schoolers. And just so everyone knows, uh, Jen and I, we work with freshmen 
uh, primarily, right? We have other students in our in our caseload, but the majority of our students are freshmen in that pivotal turn point year, that, that turning from a middle schooler to a high schooler is the challenge before both of us. And we meet every week to, di to discuss how it works or how it's not working. Um, but I would say absolutely you are helping our students and I can say our students, that's a, this is a fun interview, um, find their why. Our next question is, um, what makes you an unconventional teacher? Yeah, <laughs> this is fun. I think um, you talked about this in, in one of your previous uh, episodes, but it seems to me the things that once made me really unconventional uh, almost 10 years ago uh, seem to be, um, I guess, becoming more conventional. Um, but it's really exciting that more teachers are starting to see project-based learning as just this amazing strategy. This is amazing instructional strategy. It's like a frame that they can just put over their content and it really markets it to the kids in a way that they want to learn whatever it is you're packaging for them. You know, mm -hmm. that really fun, engaging, driving question. And it was quite serendipitous that we're talking this week because the freshmen, our freshmen are actually answering the driving question, what is my dream career and lifestyle and how do I get it? So like right. kind of touching back with that why, but they've been challenged this week to really figure out and actually articulate like, yeah, what, what am I passionate about? Well, how, where do I see my life? And I think that's one of the things that I'd like to think makes me unconventional is always asking why <laughs> and like mm -hmm. pushing back. Um, even if I, I, I mean, I might like at first agree with something, but still questioning. I think always asking why. Um, there's a really cool protocol out there that like has you ask yourself why like five times like you keep questioning why 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 interesting five times five times and it's a really cool um way to solve problems make decisions or, or just like think outside of the box and innovate um so i guess that that's one i think i love helping my students to like imagine and dream of possibilities like we actually spend time in class like daydreaming and like visualizing things that we want for ourselves um i really believe that like if you don't have a clear vision on 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 what you want who you want to be um the things you want in your life your you know your, your life is just going to happen to you instead of um you know you you directing your own path um wow. i think also um seeking feedback that's something that I, I don't really remember learning that in my like education program. And I don't remember any of my teachers like that when I was a student, you know, going to high school. I don't remember any teachers like giving me a survey on like how they were doing as a teacher. And I certainly so, didn't. Yeah. I had, no, I had nobody say, hey, John, what do you think about this class right now? Is it going well for you? Yeah, I never, I don't think I ever had that happen. And if you're one of my previous teachers listening, I apologize if you did that. Can you write us an email and, and come on our show and prove us wrong? But I don't think, I don't think I had that either. Yeah. And so I, I've like dedicated my practice to like constantly seeking feedback from kids. I feel like there, there are clients, right? If you look at it, think of it kind of in the business world, right? Um, you know, and the world's best businesses are constantly seeking customer feedback, right? And they're like using design thinking to like iterate and like, how do we constantly change um, and develop empathy for our customers? Right. And so in our case, like our students um, and, and, uh, 
that takes asking them regularly, like, what do you think of the project? How are you feeling as a person in my class? You know, am I making you feel respected and comfortable? Um, and and that's really something that has been a game changer, I think, for, for my practice and just um, and my growth. Um, so yeah, that seeking feedback. Uh, also with staff, I think that's something that's really unique about our school. Um, you know, I was never used to sharing my project plans with staff before, you know, rolling them out to students. Right. And so that constant like seeking feedback and, um, you know, using critical friends protocol, which is super simple. It's like, what do you like? What do you wonder? What are some next steps? And that simple structure has, um, I think, pushed my work to be better, make it better than it would be just if I was thinking about it in my own brain. And just to back out for one second, so our listeners understand what else you do besides being a classroom teacher. So Jen is one of, is is in charge of, along with another teacher, our adult learning on campus, right? So that's called different things in different campuses, PLCs or um, you know professional learning communities is what that means, and it's called something different, but we call it adult learning, and uh, you drive that ship. So these are things that you're thinking about. And, and I know from my perspective as, as a sort of lay teacher, right? A, 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 the average teacher on, on, the, on the block, we're um, so grateful for these deeper questions than these protocols that you're referencing. And we talked about this before the interview, hopefully you'll be able to link some of these protocols um, and we'll put them on our blog and our, on our website and on, and on the episode notes so that um, everyone can find them because they work and they give a sense of structure for our students and for our adults when we're doing the learning. Yeah, so, thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. And and I think that's a that's a kind of a, another interesting point is we think that we have to do things totally different for our adult learners. And granted, I mean, we do adults do learn differently. I mean, we bring a whole array of baggage and such <laughs> to our learning. But at, at the heart of it, um, I really believe in using self-reflection and protocols um, as as a means to to develop, whether it's professionally, like or or with our students and in, in the learning. Um, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And our last question, and I know you can talk about question number two for a long time. You're being humble <laughs> and not. Uh, so maybe you can write a blog post and continue on uh, for our website. That would be awesome. I know you're asked by many, many different circles to contribute as you're one of the leaders in, in our PBL world, so to speak. And you have PBL Lab, which is your website and kind of your your baby, so to speak, on on your side project. And, and it's really not a side project, right? Because it informs your teaching. Um, so we'll put a link to that as well. We're going to move to a story. I want to end each of our interviews with a story. So what's one story in your teaching that illustrates how important it is to take risks, try new things, and think outside the box, right? That terrible, terribly overused phrase, outside the box. Um, and we can think about it unconventionally. So give us a story, Jen. Yeah, I love this question. And actually, it's, it's hard to think of, of just one story, but right. <laughs> the, sake of, the sake of time, I, I think that um, the story of dire lights. And so you guys are thinking, oh, what's dire lights? So four years ago, um, I don't even remember exactly how specifically it happened, but ever since we started the school and I started geeking out on PBL, um, I discovered that there 
are a lot of similarities with like project-based learning, starting a new school um, that we're that we see in, in startup culture and, and and business world. And I was like, you know what? Like entrepreneurship, like it's it's one of the only things that um, you can do in our area and actually stay here, okay, on the central coast, right? And you know, starting your own business that might get you to, to <laughs> find right. a job. That's um, right. Yeah. And I just, I was so interested and fascinated by this entrepreneurial mindset. And this mindset is all the things that we believe in and have as school-wide learning outcomes at our school, like things like agency, like developing a growth mindset and owning your own learning. Um, obviously the knowledge and thinking, collaboration, communication. Um, and I was like, we, you know, I want to help our students do this. And, you know, we have amazing, like, makerspace well back back before covid we had an amazing makerspace we have a great physics program and other really just creative courses even in our core subjects you know they're doing such amazing projects and um anyways long long story short i developed this course and just was blessed to be able like to given be given this elective and and, and the space to deliver this course and facilitate it and um it really challenged me to take everything that I've learned about PBL and was doing like mm -hmm. in my history and research and communications class and really put it to the test. Right. Because if you look at PBL, there's like a spectrum of authenticity. And so, you know, you can do a really cool, like simulated authentic project and it can, and it'll engage students. It'll get a deeper learning. It'll hit all these cool things but it's still like a simulated authenticity. And with the entrepreneurship class, um, I got hooked up with an amazing company called Real World Scholars. Hmm. And they basically gave me the logistics, gave me the means uh, to be able to facilitate a student-run business. And they so, gave you money, they granted you money? They gave us money, they still give cool. us money. Wow. Um, they give us a website and what the cool thing is is being in a public school district like you can't do this stuff without running through asb or like the district right. it's really messy so it allowed me to like bypass all of that and uh you know minimize the headache because i don't think i would have really ever embarked upon it if i had to do all of like the sure. district work so this company is absolutely amazing and that first year it it was it didn't get more authentic and real world like rigor, real work for, for the students than me hopping in class that first day and saying, guess what? You guys are we're starting a business. It's going to be, you know, Central Coast New Tech's first ever uh, student run business. Uh, what do you guys think? And uh, it was a true example of like, all right, what do we know? What do we need to know in order right. to do this? And just it was hard for me because it was a risk and it pushed me outside of my comfort zone. I'm a planner and I love like getting my calendar all done and like knowing what I'm going to do uh, for the next few weeks. And I can't do that with this class. Right. Because it is a real business. And, um, you know, I don't know what each day that we meet is going to bring. Um, for example, we have the real world challenge right now of, you know, having to pivot the whole company to be able to process and take online sales because of uh, COVID and, mm. and the school closure. So we've been working on that. Um, it's been so cool 
Um, I, I honestly have to remind myself like every time I go into that class, like, okay, have a growth mindset, let the kids talk, <laughs> don't take control, like right. don't take <laughs> over, just like use the protocols, use what I know, you know, to, to help them figure out their own next steps. And um, they've just continually been blowing me away with the different things that they've been doing and coming up with. And uh, and they love it. You know, they're actually like finding a lot of personal relevance in things. Um, but man, that that was such a test. Um, just and, and a, you know, something that was really scary for my personality <laughs> to, to do. And, and I'm great. excited to see where it goes to in the future. Um, well, pro- props to you, right? I mean, can can our, our teachers that are listening, can you imagine going into a class? And of course, we've done this because we couldn't plan or we didn't have time or we something changes, right? We go in and the plan changes or we didn't, you know, again, have time to plan. But you have you have a class where you you have a real life business and you're going in and you're maybe troubleshooting or planning for or or figuring out orders um, and, and supporting your students in that. I know, you know, my wife and I bought a candle. It sits on our on our bed stand and um, it's just awesome. Like the product is really great. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug it because maybe you're not going to, um, but Dire Lights has our website. We'll put the uh, links on the show notes and on our website and go in and buy a thousand candles. You know, I don't know what will happen, but um, go and support our students. And um, this is a pay it forward project. So, you know, we're not taking any money except for to cover costs and to give to charities. Um, in this podcast. So anybody that, that plugs any projects, we just want you to go out there and support them. Um, well, thank you so much. What a gift to have you on. We have a short podcast. These are short episodes with little snippets and you are a wealth of information, a wealth of experience. So um, check out the episode notes, check out the links, and maybe we'll get you to uh, write a blog post for our our website at un- unconventionalteacher.com. Um, little plug for that website. We're working hard to make sure that website is uh, usable. We'll have materials up there and resources. And and uh, we really want to make sure that teachers are feeling supported to take risks. Are there any parting words for, the, uh, for, our, for our listeners here, Jen, before we take off? I just thank you. This is so fun for me. Um, it's always a good opportunity, especially as we're closing the semester. And with such a hard semester, you know, it's been not seeing right. each other. Uh, right. I just... I just thank you for the opportunity to reflect and I just hope this podcast spreads like wildfire and I, I can't wait to hear future episodes and, and learn from, from the other amazing people that you get to talk to and hear their You story. got it. You got it. Well, the pleasure is all, all ours and uh, we hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of An Unconventional Teacher. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed producing it. This is a project to pay it forward to the teachers and educators out there seeking something different. If you are or have someone in your world that is an unconventional teacher, please send their name to anunconventionalteacher at gmail.com and we can work to get them on this show. Also, please join us on Instagram and Twitter at an unconventional teacher and be a part of our growing movement to embrace the different. As I tell each and every one of my classes I teach at the end of our time together, vive como si fuera su último día. Live like it were your last day. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.